feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is The Rita Cosby Show. Lovely Rita, meet a maid, nothing can come between us. When it gets dark, I tow your heart away. Standing by a parking meter. And tonight on The Rita Cosby Show, where are the guts of Democrats tonight? Shouldn't everyone be speaking out about this crazy decision that happened with the Colorado State Supreme Court deciding that President Trump can't be on the primary ballot? Where are Democrats who should be speaking out and saying enough that this should not happen, that it's not acceptable, that this is not something that anybody should be accepting, and that it really puts a damper and damage, great damage, I believe, to the institution of the presidency. What person in the future is going to want for president if suddenly everyone's going to say, well, you know what, Uh, that's a good reason to kick you off the ballot, even though you haven't been convicted of this issue or in some cases uh, even charged or anything. We're going to find some reason and we're just going to decide willy nilly that we're going to kick you off the ballot because we're from the other party. And that's essentially what happened in the state of Colorado. Shame on Colorado tonight. And I hope that some of these other states have a set of cojones because, boy, they seem to be folding like cheap suits. And in the last few hours, we have been hearing that the state of California has now decided that it will start to look into some of these issues on the ballot and that maybe they might decide to kick Trump off of their ballot as well. Listen. It's not that he would necessarily win California. I think it's blue, 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 blue. But still, it's the principle. So tonight, I think the integrity of the White House is on the line. The integrity of the courts are on the line. And how dare some small state or any state, big or small, because California certainly is physically a big state, how dare they say, okay, they're going to be the ones to decide whether a president Or anybody, any leading candidate is going to be on the ballot. This, to me, is an affront to justice. And I'll tell you, when I heard today what President Biden said, I was outraged. I want to get your reaction tonight here on the Rita Cosby Show. What do you think of the fact that President Biden had a chance today? He's asked by reporters, you know, what do you think of this decision to kick Trump off? What do you think? What are your thoughts? And he should have said the dignified thing. This is why this president just has no shame. He doesn't care. You know, it's like rules for thee, but not for anybody else. And so they approach him in this meeting and say, okay, well, you know what? We believe that there are some issues here, obviously, with the Supreme Court. What are your thoughts? Uh, This is a big deal. Do you have any reaction? Oh, you know, I'm not really sure about that. Well, what about President Trump? Is he an insurrectionist? And he basically said, heck yeah. How dare this sitting president of the United States go after the former one? And you know darn well that President Biden is pulling the strings on so many of these things tied to this case. Back and forth. I mean, he tries to act like he's the Cheshire cat and sort of smiles and acts like no big deal. 
You go all the way back even to the classified documents issue where he was clearly going to the National Archives, remember, and he gave the waiver. They had to waive it for the president, this former one, Trump, to have his place raided because the National Archives had to be able to say, well, you know what? Um, you know, we were allowed to look at the documents because the current White House waived that privilege. And Biden happily waived the privilege. So he has been working, I believe, behind the scenes every single day to try to figure out how to get rid of President Trump. And today, when he was asked by reporters, what's your reaction to this move that came down from the Colorado State Supreme Court? Do you find it outrageous? Do you find it justified? He used the opportunity to take another swipe at President Trump. This president that is in the White House now looks so small, looks so little, and I just think it is a disdainful reaction from a current commander-in-chief. Take a listen. Here is President Biden with his reaction, and I want to get your thoughts on this. From an insurrectionist, sir? Well, I think you're self-evident. You saw it all. Now, whether the 14th Amendment applies or let the court make that decision. But he certainly supported an insurrection. No question about it. None. Zero. And uh, he seems to be doubling down on about everything. Oh, yeah. He's an insurrectionist. He hasn't been charged with insurrection. How dare he? How dare? And then, oh, but it's up to the courts to decide. Of course, I have nothing to do with this. But I definitely think President Trump is an insurrectionist. That was the answer from President Biden, the sitting commander in chief, who should have turned around and said, this is really terrible. What they are trying to do to any commander in chief and anybody running for high office in this country, this should not stand. That really would have been a very amazing kumbaya dignified moment, but he didn't do it. Instead, he used it to take a swipe at President Trump. What are your thoughts, everybody? 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. And here is Jonathan, Jonathan Turley, constitutional scholar, and this is his reaction to the big decision from the Colorado State Supreme Court. Uh, it's a little more dignified than President Biden's. Well, this court just handed partisans on both sides uh, the ultimate tool to try to uh, shortcut elections. And it's very, very dangerous. I mean, this country is a powder keg and this court is just throwing matches at it. And I think that uh, it's a real mistake. But I think that they're wrong on the law. You know, January 6th was many things, most of it not good. In my view, it was not insurrection. It was a riot. That doesn't mean that the people responsible for that day shouldn't be held accountable. Uh, But to call this an insurrection for the purposes of disqualification uh, would create a slippery slope for every state in the union. This is a time when we actually need democracy. We need to allow the, the voters to vote. We need to hear their decision. And the court here just said, you're not going to get that. Uh, In Colorado, we're not going to let you vote for Donald Trump. And, you know, you can dislike Trump. You can believe he's responsible for January 6th. But this isn't the way to do it. I mean, it is, you know, for the people that say they're trying to protect democracy, this is hands down the most anti-democratic opinion I've seen in my lifetime.
That is from Jonathan Turley. And here is Bill Barr, of course, uh, the former attorney general under President Trump. Remember, they're not really fans of each other uh, ever since Bill Barr was starting to criticize President Trump. And he did even before January 6th. Uh, There's no love lost there. But even he said this is inappropriate and this is a violation of the rule of law. Take a listen to what the former attorney general, Bill Barr, again, someone who doesn't like Trump, still says he likes justice, and this is not justice. The core problem here is the denial of due process. Uh, To deprive somebody of the right to hold public office requires due process. It requires an adjudication of two core issues. One, was there an insurrection? Uh, Did the public disturbance rise to the level of an insurrection? And and second, what was the role of of the individual in there? Was it engagement? Did they do something to break their oath of office? Those are, those are complicated facts, and this was denied due process. Uh, it was a five-day hearing. Uh, there was no jury. It was before the judge. Uh, they, they were not able to subpoena witnesses and compel the attendance of, of witnesses. They relied on uh, you know, the hearings, the January 6th committee hearings, which is mostly hearsay. There's no, there was no right to cross-examine during those hearings and so forth. So all the, as, as the dissent said, and by the way, the, the three Democratic ju- uh, justices who dissented, their opinions, I think, are masterful. And as they pointed out, they said, you know, the process here was a procedural Frankenstein. So where is this headed? 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Susan, line two. Uh, Susan, can you believe President Biden used this opportunity to swipe at Trump? I I mean, I sadly can believe, but what a sad display for a commander-in-chief. Oh, it's beyond sad. Actually, it just shows more of the um, absurdity because... President Trump was impeached based, that was one of those phony impeachment um, things that they brought up against him. He was already exonerated for um, for that. Okay? Yeah, no, you're right. So, you, you are right. And you know what? He wasn't even charged with insurrection. I mean, that's the other thing. This is such a dangerous, slippery slope. Uh, because if you start saying that, well, you know what? Well, maybe we think uh, these other things that Biden did warrant it. You don't want that in the hands of some state Supreme Court to decide the future of who gets elected and who doesn't, who can be on the ballot, who can't. That's a lot of power in these local states. I agree, Susan. Thank you very much. Uh, let's go to Norm. Uh, Norm, can you believe a good old Biden uses, does a swipe in? Oh, yeah. Well, Biden's a weasel, Rita. I mean, that you know, I mean, Biden is a weasel. The Democrats are weasels. Uh, you, you don't 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 expect this president who's not stood up for the border, who's not stood up for, for the uh, strong allies, who's, uh, you know, destroyed our energy, made us energy dependent again. Don't expect this president to all of a sudden have an epiphany and, uh, you know, and decide he's going to be some great leader. He's a he's a little weasel. I mean, it's a, you know, I, I think what I think 
needs to happen is, uh, Rita, why don't you and Mr. Katz-Petitis request an interview with this president? Make him, make, you know, ask him that you'd like to ask him, well, why, why, explain himself. Well, why is President Trump an insurrectionist? I don't think he, I don't think he'd be capable of it. Number one, he wouldn't, I know he wouldn't consent to an interview, but, uh, yeah, it'd be nice if, People would call him on this. I agree. Know? By the way, Norm, I've interviewed President Biden, uh, not while he was president. I interviewed him uh, when he was, I believe he was VP at the time. Um, but I've interviewed a couple times through the years. Um, but uh, he had more mental capacities then. How's that? That's a nice way to say it. Um, I mean, I still didn't necessarily agree with what he was saying, but at least uh, you understood that he believed what he was saying. Now, he's like all over the place. But you know what's interesting, Norm? I think that what we're seeing, that is what he really feels like. You know, it's like it's sort of like uh, like when you go uh, grandma, you know, and someone goes and visits grandma and they say, uh, hey, grandma, I want you to meet my friend. And grandma goes, God, that's an ugly shirt your friend has on right in front of your friend because they have no filter. You know, when somebody's a little older, they're not really thinking clearly, they kind of speak their mind. And I think that's exactly I think Biden said today exactly what he thinks. I think uh, maybe the only refrain was when he said that it's up to the courts for the 14th Amendment. I think he wish he could say clearly it's the 14th Amendment violation. But I think he, he even he knew to restrain himself on that one. But he couldn't restrain himself for criticizing the president of the United States, the former president. It's so undignified. And you know what makes it, to me, surprising, Norm? This is a president who rode on being the unifier in chief. This is the president who said he's going to bring values and ethics and all this stuff to the White House that, you know, he'd get rid of all the sulliness and all the all the dirt and grime, as he described it, and, and the threats to democracy. Uh, I consider what he has done in terms of just like you brought up the open border, or if you look even at... Uh, the case of what's happening right now with this Colorado Supreme Court and some of the other things that I'm sure are probably going on behind the scenes uh, with this president, uh, nudge, nudge, hint, hint, um, all of these things, they're a threat to democracy. Uh, final word, Norm, your thoughts on all this. My final word is I, I um, our president is a weasel. I'm hoping that the members of the U.S. Supreme Court don't turn out to be weasels either. Yeah, you know what? I, I, a normal scenario you would believe that they would be nine to zero uh and shoot it down and say what are you kidding me this is clearly a violation but you know lately we've seen uh you know we've seen a couple of them we've seen roberts kind of waffle back and forth we've some some of the others kind of waffle back and forth you can't guarantee it just like you said i mean he waffled on obamacare remember there are a lot of things where robert hasn't really held true to the kind of person who i think a lot of people thought uh was being brought into the high court so you never know, even if it goes to the Supreme Court. I, I have a little, much a lot more faith, I should say, than the Colorado State Supreme Court. But you just never know. We're going to continue your calls, everybody. Norm says Biden's a weasel. 1-800-848-9222. The Rita Cosby Show. Hi, it's Ernie Anastas. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel, and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org. 
This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. It's the Rita Cosby Show. swipe at President Trump over this decision by a state court in Colorado saying it plans to now remove Trump from the ballot. Of course, it's going to be appealed. Trump's team's already saying they're planning to appeal. The Supreme Court will, I think, listen to it and make a decision. And I think they're going to throw it out. I think they'll do the right thing in the end. But boy, what a mess. And we're already seeing a whole bunch of other states saying, guess what? They may try to do the same thing. Um, I want to play this as cut number 10. This is Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick of Texas because he says, you know what, Uh, Democrats, be careful what you wish for, because if you think you can remove Trump from the ballot, we may have grounds to remove Biden from the ballot. Listen to this one. Seeing what happened in Colorado tonight, Laura, makes me think, except we believe in democracy in Texas, maybe we should take Joe Biden off the ballot in Texas for allowing 8 million people to cross the border since he's been president, uh, disrupting our state far more than anything anyone else has done in recent history. Isn't that interesting? Wide open border. By the way, things are so bad that now they're bringing in representatives from the Bureau of Prisons. They're pulling from other agencies because the border agents are being overrun. How is that not a dereliction of duty? Couldn't that be grounds to say, well, that's traitorous to the United States? 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Larry, line five. Larry, your reaction to all this? Yeah, hi, Rita. Nice show, as always. Thank you. Um, Biden... I think the Democratic Party, this is my opinion, has become the enemy of the United States. You know, uh, Biden isn't capable of a thought. He he reads from scripts. He can't do. He can't answer any questions. He's certainly guilty of treason. The open, his main job is to protect the citizens of the United States. I I don't believe the numbers about the border crossings. I think it's more like fifteen million. So let's say it's eight million. Whatever they're spewing. How many hundreds of thousands of those are terrorists that have already gotten into this country? He's destroyed our um, uh, energy. We were energy independent. He's devaluating the dollar by printing money. Our dollar is going to be worth any nothing. And by the and Larry, Larry, look at what's happening overseas too. I mean, you got uh, you got uh, a minor incursion, and then Russia goes into Ukraine. He's waffling on Israel as they're fighting for their survival. Uh, The world's a mess. The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Rita Cosby. 
Cosby is on. The Rita Cosby Show presents Back the Blue. And in tonight's Back the Blue segment, which I love doing every night here on the Rita Cosby Show, a really powerful story coming from New Haven, Connecticut. And when Tuca gets home from school, she runs into the outstretched arms of Uncle Mike. She tells Uncle Mike, I missed you. And Uncle Mike is a.k.a. Detective Michael Harton of Connecticut's North Haven Police Department. Harton has been a constant in Tuca's life for the past several years, ever since saving her life. They call her Tuca, but not for me. For me, I call her my little angel. Their paths crossed Four years ago, Tuca, just a few months old at that time, was with her mom at a movie theater in North Haven when a scary situation unfolded. When I went to pick her up, when the movie was over, I realized she wasn't breathing, said her mom. So she became hysterical. I see her mom running towards me with a little angel in her arms, remembers the officer who was stationed at the theater that night. I grabbed her. I tried to revive her as much as I could, and she just went limp on me. Harton, who is also a certified EMT, had never worked on a baby so small. Tuca was born prematurely and was under 15 pounds even at that time. Harton said, the training just kicked in. I was petrified. I was nervous, but I performed the Heimlich maneuver, abdominal thrusts, and back blows, techniques that he learned for helping a choking infant. I couldn't do anything besides pray. But then a miracle, the baby started crying. That cry was the best thing I ever heard, said Detective Harton, who believes. Then when he saw her clearing her throat, he said, I almost started crying myself during the emotional celebration. Harton holds Tuca close until he places her gently into the ambulance. I always remember when I put her on the stretcher, she was like a little bundle uh, crying and was just exhausted after everything that happened. But the story doesn't stop there. Uncle Mike, as Tuca calls him, is now Tuca's godfather. What a great story. Showing up on her first day of school and delivering holiday presents alongside his wife. He said, quote, I will be there for her graduation and I'll also be there for her wedding adding that he planned to attend her upcoming birthday party, too. Unbeknownst to us, our family grew that day. Every time I see her, it's a great day. What a beautiful story about this detective who fell in love with this little girl uh, after saving that little girl's life and is now an indelible part of their family. What a great story about the heart and soul and great work of our men and women in blue. Well, we're talking about how all these other states are now coming after President Trump. Of course, left-leaning states and Colorado, where uh, they seem to smoke weed as much as there are people there. When I walked down the street of Denver, I was like high as a kite. I was like, oh, my goodness. Boy, it was like, makes New York look like uh, like, um, uh, tiptoeing through the tulips. I'm telling you, when I went there, I was like, whoa, I don't think there was anybody who wasn't high as a kite. It was scary stuff. But maybe these people on the state Supreme Court were smoking something when they made this decision uh, because they decided on their own that Trump is an insurrectionist uh, and that he should be removed from the ballot. And it is such a crazy decision. But now we're hearing California. There's like about a dozen states that are looking at this and saying, well, if they did it, 
maybe we can too. And you know that the state Supreme Court will have to weigh in on this. They're going to have to weigh in on the Trump immunity issue that the special counsel is putting forward. They're going to have a very, very busy time. And of course, the Iowa caucus, which is the first race, and then you've got, of course, the next contest is the New Hampshire primary in South Carolina. Iowa is less than a month away. So this is coming up fast and furious. And that's why this is so crazy. Bravo to Vivek Ramaswamy, who sometimes says a couple crazy things, but Vivek Ramaswamy, to his credit, he has always been steadfast on his support for President Trump. Some of the others have like pandered when they needed it and then folded like a cheap suit when it didn't suit them. But Vivek Ramaswamy, to his credit, after all of this stuff came out and said, you know what, Uh, if Trump is off the ballot in Colorado, then I'm going to remove my name and I think the others should do the same thing too. Now, they haven't gone that far, but Ron DeSantis, who, of course, is running against President Trump also, did blast this decision. So take a listen to what he said, because he also used it as a a highlight of Biden's open border policies. Look, if somebody's convicted or something of of some of these things, there was no trial on any of this. They basically just said, what, you can't be on the ballot? I mean, how does that work? What's the limiting principle for that? Uh, Why could could we just say that Biden can't be on the ballot because he let in 8 million illegals uh, into the country and violated the Constitution, which he has? Uh, Could we just say, oh, well, they have uh, money coming to Hunter, whatever? So so I think the U.S. Supreme Court is going to reverse that. But, But here's the larger thing of what the left and the media and the Democrats are doing. They're doing all this stuff to basically solidify support in the primary. To solidify support in the primary. Now they're doing it to get rid of Trump in every which way but loose. Nikki Haley also came out and said, you know what? She doesn't like it because she said, quote, she plans to beat Trump fair and square. She's got a long way to go. Uh, Number two is in the distant corner compared to Trump right now because he is so, so far ahead. And here is John Bolton, who also, remember, he was U.N. ambassador and also worked with President Trump, national security advisor. They had a falling out, uh, but he still says this is the wrong decision by the court. Listen to what he had to say. I think it's completely misplaced. I think this this Colorado Supreme Court decision is badly wrong for multiple reasons. Number one, the, the 14th Amendment provides that Congress can pass legislation to carry Uh, its provisions into effect, which Congress has done on many aspects. It has not put anything with respect to Section 3 on the books uh, since just after the Civil War. Uh, Second, the the idea that uh, 50 different state courts can can decide a question involving the highest elective office in the executive branch, interpreting the federal constitution as to what constitutes an insurrection against the federal government, uh, is is incoherent, and I think uh, undoubtedly the Supreme Court's going to have to clear that up. In terms of what the framers of the Fourteenth Amendment meant, uh, I, I think I think it's quite clear that the radical Republicans in Congress who wanted to suppress the secessionist advocates and governments of the Southern states that succeeded would not provide on this critical question of. Uh, the offices that, that are going to be denied to people who broke their oath to the United States, that you're going to put decision-making authority on that in the hands of the states, including the former secessionist states. That, if that was their intention, they were, they were delusional when they did it. So I'd be willing to bet a small amount of money here that the Supreme Court, uh, if it gets to the merits of this, if it has to, 
uh, will reverse. There's, there's no other logical way you can uh, apply this, and, and it would sow chaos in elections as far as the eye could see. Yeah, there is no doubt. Um, and I want to play cut number 11, because this is Ty Cobb. Ty Cobb was President Trump's former attorney. Now, they had a falling out, but he still believes that the Supreme Court, when it gets this, will rule in favor of Trump. Take a listen. Um, so I think this case will be handled quickly. I think it could be 9-0 in the Supreme Court for Trump. 9-0 for Trump. And these are from people who are not necessarily fans of Trump. They just see the facts. By the way, this was created for Confederates. It was created during, you know, the Civil War for those who were waging war against the, you know, United States, armed war, rebellion. And even some of the people, get this, I was looking at some of the history today, even some of the people that were in the Confederacy later got elected to Congress and stayed in Congress for quite a while. One of them was a guy who John F. Kennedy, our former president, praised as one of the heroes, one of the lights that he always used to talk about. Somebody who he thought was a good guy. They didn't kick that guy out. They didn't kick out a whole bunch of others. And yet you're going to kick out President Trump for what you believe is an insurrection? This is preposterous. And now other states are saying, God, that looks like a good idea. We'll do it, too. I mean, you can't make this up. Let's go to Keith in Long Island. Keith, where is this going? I don't know. I'm listening to uh, Biden swiping at Trump. It's one criminal swiping at another criminal. You know, I wonder, where's our common sense? Our government's littered with leadership who are only interested in serving themselves instead of honoring the oaths they took to serve as civil servants. Now, who do you like, Keith? You know, they're selling their integrity to the highest bidder. So, Keith, who do you like, Keith? You seem like you don't like either. Who do you like? I don't like either of them. I'm still waiting. You know what I mean? We've got Menendez, we've got Bulbert, Pelosi, MTG. They all sound like immature middle schoolers and squabbles. So yeah. petty. Hey, you forgot about Santos. You forgot about Santos in the middle of all that. Oh, God. (laughs) But you know what? Look, we're normalizing this behavior. American people are accepting this. We we really need to change this. And it's it's the candidates that are being put in front of us. I I really don't know the solution, but, you know, it's it's common sense. And I don't know. I I can't pick my favorite criminal. (laughs) Uh, Well, now, let me ask you, Keith. If our, I don't yeah. know if you're a Republican or Democrat, is there anybody like of the other batch on whatever side that does look more common sense to you? I, I don't know. I can't read between the lines anymore. It's just everybody's picking sides. They're all swinging for their own team. And uh, I don't know. It just seems like nobody, everybody's afraid to speak out with their real voice. Because I know, I know people feel differently. I know these elected officials, you know, they're selling themselves out to the highest bidder. Well, and that's not a good place because, of course, America should be the priority 100 percent. And I think, you know, I I will say, at least especially on the Biden side, I feel like he has sold us a real bill of goods uh, coming in that he's coming in to clean up the act. He's the one who's cleaning up the show. Uh, And it sure doesn't look like that today whatsoever. In fact, so many things that are happening in our judicial system uh, make our system of justice unrecognizable, I think, to me and to many people who just saw it for a very different place. Uh, I never imagined things would become so politicized in our justice system, in the FBI, uh, not the people, you know, the the bottom, you know, and just the agents and even some of, you know, many of the leadership. But there's some in the leadership that have really uh, just thrown uh, thrown standards to the wind. 
I mean, it, it, it's it's like it's become so political. It's shameful. Uh, let's go to Pete in Staten Island. Pete, your thoughts. Hi, Rita. So good to talk to you. You too. You know, this is this is horrible. Like Norm said, weasels. This is Biden, his son, and all these Democrats that are doing this woke stuff. You're gonna. We live in America. You can't take him off the ballot. He did not do any crime. Trump did not do any crime. And then also, you know, there's a simple solution. Write them in. You go vote and you write, write Trump right in. Forget this whole now. The Supreme Court's going to throw this right out. You know, and, and people like Christie came out and said it's wrong. I mean, believe me, he ain't a fan of Trump. And, uh, you know, I mean, they were close at one time, but he ain't a fan of him. I know he knows he don't have a... a a snowball's chance in uh, ATLL about winning, but he's telling the truth, at least. I give him a little respect. I didn't have no respect for him for a long time. So, And also everybody else coming out, especially Bolton, too. Yeah. He's not a fan of Trump. And Barr. And I played Barr earlier, too, you know, Pete. And Barr. Wow, yeah. I didn't know about Barr. I really didn't pay attention to that. But it's, listen, this is this is anarchy. It's wrong. It's a crime. These people got to wake up and smell the coffee. I mean, I was born a Democrat. My parents voted Democrat. They worked at the election polls. They did everything. But my mother is probably turning over a grave, my father, to see what's been going on with this. This is wrong. This it is, is wrong. wrong. And the that's Democrats why, and by the way, Pete, be- that's why Democrats and everybody should speak out. Because to me, this is an affront to the whole system of justice. And that's why this is much bigger than a party, than a candidate. Um, it, it's just, it is flat out wrong. And good moral conscienced people need to stand up and say something. Uh, let's go to Joe real quick. Line one. Joe, your thoughts. I give him a little respect. I didn't hey, have Joe. No Joe. I'm here, Rita. Yeah, go I'm ahead, listening. Joe. We're here in the show there. Hurry up, Joe. Yes, my love. I know Pete of Staten Island from Sailor Sailor Staten Island. Pete is a great guy. He, he is. He is. He's the Pete best. Joe from Jericho says, these judges are a bunch of jerks. They are jerk judges. They are doing away with due process, Rita. It's a disgrace. And I'm going to give you two more things. The great movie, John Frankenheimer, Frank Sinatra was in it. Uh, it was called The Manchurian Candidate. And Greg, James Gregory played a stooge who they were brainwashing to get, in, to get into the presidency to assassinate, and then he'd take over. Anyway, that's what Joe Biden is. It's a terrible when life imitates art. And JFK was worried about us losing our rights. And, oh, he was prophetic. And don't forget, info at pauseofwar.org. Check it out. I will. I will. You did a broadcast from there during the Christmas epiphany season. Pause of war. And by the the way, Judge, and by the way, Judge, you, Joe, you mentioned pause of war before. And I'm writing it down because I will definitely take a look at it. Um, I know I interviewed some folks from Pause of War a while ago, but um, just because you said it, and I love you, Joe, I'm going to look at it um, really quick again. I really appreciate it. Joe, thank you very much. And Joe, if I don't get a chance to talk with you, Merry Christmas, my friend. We'll continue calls after the break. 1-800-848-9222. It's the Rita Cosby Show. This 
This is the Rita Cosby Show. And coming up in the next hour, we're going to continue talking about this decision by the Colorado State Supreme Court, but also the New York City Council passes some sweeping bills that are downright dangerous to safety. One says that police officers, which are bogged down enough, will have to spend time doing reports for even minor confrontations or conversations that they have with individuals. Somebody looking for directions, even potentially, they might have to fill out a report. Talking to somebody, have you seen this missing person? They might have to fill out a report. And guess what that means? That police officers will be bogged down. They're already overrun. They're already uh, feeling just deflated because they're forced to do all these different reports. They'll have to hire people to go through the reports. The list goes on and on. Why would you ever do this right now? And then also to reduce, you can't make this up, solitary confinement for prisoners. Wouldn't you think it's a good idea to isolate some people who are really bad from the rest of the pack, especially those that went after officers or though that could be a threat to others as well as officers in a prison? Well, now they've eliminated essentially solitary confinement. So let's not send them to jail to begin with. But if they finally end up in jail, uh, they won't be put in solitary confinement, even for some serious crimes. We are just making it so easy for criminals to run rampant, and it is shameful. We'll talk about that and a lot more after the break. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Meantime, we are talking about the fact that Democrats are gloating, including President Biden, over this decision by the Colorado Supreme Court. I really was disgusted. I want to play this again. This is President Biden because it just was so shameful that he used this opportunity to swipe at his biggest nemesis, President Trump, who is beating him basically in every single poll. And so now the Colorado Supreme Court's trying to kick him off the ballot. Whatever you can do to keep Joe in the White House, that seems to be the trend. And the guy who claims that he's Mr. Civility, well, he didn't sound so civil when he was asked these questions about Trump a few hours ago. Trump an insurrectionist, sir? Well, I think it's certainly self-evident. You saw it all. Now, whether the 14th Amendment applies or let the court make that decision. But he certainly supported an insurrection. And no question about it. None. Zero. And uh, he seems to be doubling down on about everything. Yeah, it seems pretty evident that he's an insurrectionist, even though he wasn't charged it. And I'm squeaky clean, and so is my son. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Joaquin, Pennsylvania. Joaquin, where is this going? Rita, it's going to a very bad place. I agree. If if they take Biden off the ticket and some of these other states to fight back, and I'm one who says that we should fight back and they should be, states should be charging Democrats with things. I I don't know if this is going to help them. This is just a Marxist takeover of this country or globalist agenda. Yeah. Now, I want to say something. I love listening to you. And you know what? I left listening to Sean Hannity to listen to ABC because I was getting disgusted with him. And I was just slightly disappointed. I listened to Cats and Cause. And when you guys had Mayor Adams on today, his feet should have been held to the fire because he said it's a national issue. But the problem is he wants money from all the taxpayers of the country to pay for the migrants. But he doesn't want the border shut down 
and to stop the flow of illegal immigrants coming into this country, which is a takeover and invasion of the country, which other people, you know, on, on your radio station talk about. And and by the way, by the way, I for the record, I always still believe in being respectful because he is still the mayor. Um, you, you, If you did hear the interview, I did ask him, what's your plan? Uh, because it's getting cold outside. Uh, you know, they're complaining. And at what point are we like at a breaking point? I think Peter King asked that, who was with us in studio, because we're already at a breaking point. And I do agree with you, Joaquin, that he is trying to have it both ways, because he also claimed uh, in the interview, as you probably heard, that he said, well, you know what? I was sort of given this situation with the sanctuary city status and he's trying to challenge it. Well, he's not challenging it that hard. Uh, And I contend he should have turned around and sent them. Right away, uh, one way back to Washington, D.C. So he's sort of in uh, darned if you do, darned if you don't now, but he enticed them to come. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network.